Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Spider-Man 2. In the year 2004, the... Wow, shut up, bugs! <laughs> there he goes, try it again. <laughs> We've got another outtake. <laughs> no, I'm leaving that in. In the year 2004, the perfect superhero movie was made, and they could have just stopped. Hmm. It was, it's a good one. I think they... Well, we'll get to that. Okay. I don't know if it's been bad. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. You might be right. You might be wrong. We'll get to that. Because well, it's Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. I started answering you before you finished your question. That's great. Sympathica, man. Hi. Ich bin Matt. Ich habe Luke. That's not right anyway, but it I is... I have were right. Mine was right. Was it? I had a few years of German class, man. What was mine? Oh, I have Luke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you're in our sci-fi... I was trying to think of German for Sanctuary, but of course I don't know the German for Sanctuary. <laughs> I don't even know the German for I am. <laughs> sanctuary. Sanctuary is a sanctuary. Where we don't speak fluent German. I'm sorry if you're coming in expecting to hear a German podcast. Nein. About Spider-Man 2. Das ist nicht German Podcast. Podcast in Deutsch. Meine Podcast, das nicht German, Deutsches, Deutsches Podcast. Is Podcast Podcast in German? I have no idea. I don't want to go down this road because anytime I try to speak German, I just start saying Nazi stuff. Rule 34, is it? <laughs> yeah. Or is that the porno one? I can't remember. I don't either. No, um, the, the Hitler one is called like Someone's Law. Yeah. I think Rule 34 is the porno one. Okay. I sometimes go to the website rule34.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I first saw this movie. I think you saw the note. This is the first movie I saw in Japan. Huh? Right. My first movie in Japan was also a Marvel movie. I saw Black Panther. Some people might say that perfected it more. I don't, but... I mean, it's a good movie, too, but... Oh, it's very funny. I think I... Yeah. I don't like it quite as much as everyone else. Let's put it that way. But I like it. I liked... I really liked it as a film. I didn't like the CG forest thing we're constantly using. It just didn't... You can just film in the woods, guys. You yeah. always have to film in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> we got woods in George. Dog, I've been there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Spider-Man 2, I mean... Yeah, it's a cool one for the first one. Sony film makes sense to watch that in Japan. Um, I was already... It was my first year working in Japan. I think you were 14? I was still 13. Oh, okay. I did see it in the theaters with my buddy Rich, who I also saw Amazing Spider-Man 2 with. Mm. Apparently I just see second Spider-Man films with Rich. That makes sense. Although we didn't see Far From Home. I saw the second one, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Japan 2, but that's not actually special, so... Yeah. <laughs> I also... The, my, after watching The Amazing Spider-Man 2, 
the walk from the cinema to the pub afterwards, I he managed to convince me no, it was not a good film. Mm. But I was in denial for the whole walk. Like no, no, this it was it was okay. This bit was good, and oh, well, you know. By the time we get this, like, no, oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. I don't know at what point I kind of fell off the wagon with that one. Um, because I enjoyed it watching. I was like, oh, they're going like like Ditko Spider-Man, which was cool. Because this movie doesn't. This mm. movie is still very much like we want to like reinvent some cinema to do some Spider-Man. Well, um, it's all, it is still very Silver Age in its own way, though. Yeah, it's got it's it's, it's got those panel drop scenes, you know, mm-hmm. shots or whatever. So, oh. but um, get into that. Do I need? I don't think I need to mention again how fucking huge a Spider-Man nerd I am. Do I? No, we did that when we did Spider-Man 1. I yeah. love Spider-Man. He's my boy. I think you even did the pub story there, but whatever. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, this morning. This morning, I um, I was on Skype with my parents. And my mom apparently found a pile of comic books. So she was just holding it up and like, keep it or get rid of it. That That's where um, she held up issues of the Ultra Klutz I mentioned uh, okay. last week in Godzilla. Um, I, think I, I think I said no to most of the Superman because it was long hair Superman. <laughs> and I didn't remember any stories, so like, if I don't remember, one, I can read it online if I really want to. Yeah. X-Force went down the drain. You know, I'll take it to the thrift store. Now I'm like, yeah, go ahead, take it to the thrift store. I just don't care anymore, right? Right. Um, I couldn't, there, there was one Spider-Man I simply didn't recognize, and there was one bag with, like, just issue two of Ultimate Spider-Man, so I said <laughs> no to that. But since that, everything else that was Spider-Man, I was just like, we were doing this thing, I'm like, I can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got quite a few Spider-Mans at home, but like not as old as yours, like Spider-Verse through, um, no, Spider-Island through Spider-Verse, so like five, six years ago. A few And I've got all of um, James Roberts' Transformers comics. Okay. And they are not getting rid of them. Right. A few of these were the the McFarlane Spider-Man, right? I like those. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I I was born in 1990, right? So my Spider-Man is 90s Spider-Man. Yeah. Maybe a bit of 80s Spider-Man because I had my uncle's comics. And then there's, um, Oh, this one, it was kind of beat up. Like, I remember it's beat up. It's always been beat up since, like, 1990. But it was, um... So I should have said I'd get rid of it. But it was that Mysterio story where, like, the, the office is upside down. It was even a re- reprint. It wasn't even in the original. It was like, no, you can't get rid of that one. I've got at home in my apartment here in Japan, um, Amazing Fantasy issue 15. But it's a reprint. Yeah, it's When Rob visited Canada uh, last year, he picked up a copy. They, they had, like, just full reprints of that and Amazing Spider-Man issue 1. Um, he kept the Spider-Man gave me the Amazing Fantasy. That's but it, it's cool. got like everything, like the original adverts, the mm. original. Ah, okay. So it's like it's fucking ridiculous, like strength serums on every other page and shit like that. Because I went through um, a few months ago reading uh, online like the Marvel Masterworks okay. ones, and it got too depressing. Because <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man does uh, get a little depressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, of, well, that's also there. that's what that's the charm these too. Films but... get which neither of the other two quite do. Yeah, Peter's lame. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe too lame. But, like, his life is meant to be pretty fucking lame. Yeah. Unfortunately, Toby McGuire is also too lame. Yeah. And then, I, I guess, I guess for me, Tom Holland does get a nice balance of lame and doing yeah, then it then right. he's got freaking Iron Man's millions behind him. That's true. Tom Holland's Spider-Man is a class traitor. <laughs> okay, this, this Spider-Man's not a class traitor, but where did he get that suit? I mean, yeah, I know. Tony's wouldn't have ridden up in the crotch. That, that is one thing I love about Tom Holland is his homemade suit. Well, he got lucky and then no, became his a class trader. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Like homemade by a fifteen-year-old. I, I love it. That's what he has to wear at the end of the of his first movie too, or yeah. his first solo movie, I should say. Oh yeah, because it's still a lot. Mm. And then yeah, 
I guess Spider-Man 3 just made everyone hate Spider-Man for a few years. As, as things are supposed to make everyone hate Spider-Man, we all know this, so. Yeah, I like Spider-Man There's a meta Spider-Man. 3, a meta 3. See, Sp- people throw Spider-Man 3 in with, like, Batman and Robin. Yeah, I, it's not Batman and Robin. No, I well, I for our hate month, I brought up Batman and Robin, right? I didn't yeah. bring up Spider-Man because I don't actually hate Spider-Man three. I was gonna bring up a superhero from the X-Men Origins. Is it the worst of the Spider-Man trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's it's not it's not as bad as it's. Uh, I think it's Venom was crap. It's mm. New Goblin was misjudged. Sandman was. Perfect. Sandman was great. Oh, and yeah. Black Spider-Man was just a mm. bit too much of a cunt. <laughs> I was just talking about how I want to cut down on the swearing in this podcast. <laughs> pointless C word. God damn it. <laughs> There's another one. Okay. Oh, see, I don't even count God damn it as a swear word. No. I'm from okay. the UK. Radio. We're all blasphemers. Right. Now, see, I'm from the deep south. I'm from the part of the deep south with people I don't. Don't talk like this all the time, son. But, yeah, it's still around, right? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, like my university had like a creepy caught church trying to dra- to recruit you. I'm, gonna, I'm using you as my... Sorry, there's a bag flying around, so I'm using you as my anchor. Well, I mean, I come from Hot Fuzz Town, but I didn't quite get Wicker Man. Mm. Okay, um, you're double plotting, because I double plotted. Okay. Now you're double plotting. It's Spider-Man 2 plot. You're going you're gonna to do it freeform, are you? Yeah, I've seen this film a lot. Okay, he's going to freeform <laughs> it. <laughs> Two years after becoming Spider-Man, Peter Parker is down on his luck. He's got a crappy little apartment. His, his and MJ's love goes unrequited, and Harry still hates him for killing his dad. And he even gets fired from the pizza parlor. His grades are slipping, but Harry does give him an opportunity to interview his idol, Dr. I was about to say Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Dr. Octavius. <laughs> And then they go and see Octavius' new fusion generator. But things go terribly wrong. Octavius' wife is killed. The experiment is a flop. And Octavius' four robotic arms are fused to his spine, making him Dr. Octopus. Meanwhile, Spider-Man is having trouble getting it up. And he realizes, with a little help from a doctor, that maybe he just doesn't want to be Spider-Man. So... He packs it all in, he starts reading poetry, he goes to watch MJ's show, but she's already going to marry John Jameson, the astronaut who, alas, never gets to become Man-Wolf. Then, Dr. Octopus decides that he needs more tritium, which apparently is like the rarest element on Earth, but also is somehow going to fuel the future for free. Um, <laughs> so he goes to Harry, Harry says, you can have it if you bring me Spider-Man. He says, how do I get Spider-Man? Harry says, you've got to go to Peter. So Dr. Octopus goes to Peter, kidnaps Mary Jane. And then, a big fight on a train. Dr. Octopus knocks Spider-Man out. Harry's going to kill him, but then realizes he's Peter Parker. Let's him go and rescue MJ. Harry goes and rescues MJ. Dr. Octopus rediscovers his humanity. Turns off the machine. Peter Parker's like, oh, no, I can't be with you because I'm Spider-Man. It's dangerous. But then MJ's like, I've been kidnapped twice without being your girlfriend. So what difference is it going to make? And then she goes, she runs to him. She doesn't say, face it, Tiger, you've just hit the jackpot. But she does call him Tiger, so that's close enough. And he carries on spider Manning. Bing, bang, boom. What you gonna do? Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom.
come we're, to New York, eat a slice of the pizza pie, put some tuna on the pie, drink some coffee. People in New York like pizza and tuna and coffee. We got ninja toilets in the drains. What you can do about it? That's New York, is it? New York. It used yeah. to be New York. <laughs> so we're supposed to count Dr. Octopus's actual arms and legs. Yeah. Okay, that makes eight. Yeah, four robot limbs, four human limbs. Yeah. Total eight limbs. Dr. Yeah. Octopus. I don't know. I feel like we should only count the electronic ones. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I, I was Because I, I count four, and then I say, like, oh, it's eight because of his arms and legs. But yeah. It is perfect casting. More, if, if he had eight robot ones, you'd be like, oh, but what about his arms and legs? He's actually got 12. He should be squid man. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because Alfred Molina, he was like Doc Ock before this movie was ever even conceived. Oh, he was yeah. already there. Perfect <laughs> The only better piece of casting in any superhero movie ever is J. Jonah Jameson. Who we get to see here as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> absolutely spot on. Yeah, and his son. Like, they'd reinvent the character a bit. Because in the comics, Doc Ock is, like, pure supervillain, right? But he's not later. He becomes the superior Spider-Man eventually. Yeah, only by, like, psychically melding with Spider-Man or whatever. <laughs> but, like, he's never, like, this tortured anti-hero character like he is in this. He's just like, oh, I want to rule the world with my arms. This, this is where that started, though. Like, the comics kind of ran with that vibe after this movie, did they? Mm, well, no, no, the Superior Spider-Man stuff like, was like 10 years later. Oh, yeah, as much as... He like... was still being... Like, they made his arms look a bit more like this. But he was still mostly just playing a straight-up villain, I think. Okay. He, I think they tried to give him some pathos just by making him sad and pathetic. Mm. But, like, he was never anything more than an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be anything more than an asshole, son. <laughs> Which, like, because the first film, Green Goblin was a Power Rangers villain, right? He was pure pantomime evil. And then by the third film, they thought, okay, let's have both. <laughs> so you've got Venom, who is just a villain, and you've got um, Sandman, who is, like, a pretty tragic figure. He's allowed to do crimes because yeah. his daughter's sick. I forgot that William Dafoe actually did show up with Touch in these other Yeah, ones. well, him and Uncle Ben both get, like, a imagined flashback thing. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I guess I've forgotten that he uh, came back for another another role with these folks. I mean, I, I assume he made, like, a hell of a lot of money for, like, an hour of shooting, so <laughs> it wasn't a big ask on his part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, had forgotten that little aspect. And I really like, talking about seeing William Dafoe, I love the painted... Like, recap of the first film at the start. Yeah. I I mentioned Ditko earlier. That, I would have gone more the, Ditko uh, with that. The, was that the Kingdom Come guy doing those paintings? I That was my thought, yes. Definitely I, I'm not like sure it. it looks like that. Especially when you see him in the suit. Yeah. I guess I just would, yeah. The I would have gone Ditko dude. there. I would have enjoyed some comic book panels. But, I mean, maybe that's a bit too cheese. Yeah, they're a big budget movie, especially in 2004. A superhero movie is not a sure thing. Right. So... Um, in the first film, when Peter's designing his costume, it's a bit dicker. Mm, yeah. So, I guess we should see how the actors do in this film. Uh, I mean, yeah, we've talked about Molina, and he is a masterclass. Yeah. The, the returnees that show up for more than 30 seconds, um, they're, they're all better in here, right? Oh, definitely. Well, except for JJ, who was fine the first. <laughs> yeah, but he, he continues to be absolutely you, you can't bold. You can't build on perfection. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he is the highlight of all three films. And was basically the highlight of Far From Home for me. Peter Toby, he's he's better here, but even more annoying at the same time. Yeah, so 
It's like he decided he's not going to have the relationship, so he has no real, um... He can still be sad about that. Okay. He, like, he decided he's not to because he's freaking Spider-Man. Yeah. Because he's, you know, with he's great just, power, there must come great responsibility. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what that is? We are building up emo Spider-Man nicely, then, for the next movie. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> like, I do think this is the best... Probably the best superhero film. I do think both the other Peters are better than Toby. I think it's a combination of it's set in like 2002, mm. 2004, but it's so steel, silver era. Like I think he's not believable as a nerd <laughs> in that era, right? The right. Way the other two are. Okay. Um, and like, the Spider Man is meant to be a loser, but he's also meant to be likable. And a lot of the time, Peter is not in these films. Andrew <laughs> Garfield like is not, he's, he's not, he doesn't come across as much of a loser. I like a bit. Movies. Yeah, not enough. Yeah, that's his issue. Like I'm, I'm oh yeah, I, I, well, I've often heard it put, and I, maybe I'd agree. Um, Toby Maguire was the best Peter, Andrew Garfield was the best Spider Man, and Tom Holland is the only one who gets them both right. Mm. I, I actually think Tom Holland is best at both. Yeah, the, honestly, I'm, I'm going to go with that. My problems with those films are elsewhere. <laughs> his, like the acting here is kind of, um, I guess it hasn't aged quite as well. I, don't, I would, I don't think there's any bad acting, but it's, it's. Not quite in the modern era of very naturalistic movie dialogue. They've gotten a little more subtle in their plot machinations. Where yeah, here yeah. it's so like, ba-bum, this just happened, but right? it works, right? Uh, it, this feels it is a like, comic book movie. Uh, yeah, but it, also, this feels like the big blockbuster of the year, right? Yeah. Which is well, how it's well, meant to was. feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were there any other bigger movies than this in uh, 2004? Shrek 2. Made no, that money. doesn't count. <laughs> I, I'm I, I mean, like a blockbuster. Sit here and tell me Shrek 2 does not count as a masterpiece of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have a falling out. <laughs> how about Shrek the Third? Eh. <laughs> I Honestly. Um, I, I could barely remember Shrek the Third or Shrek Forever After. Yeah, okay. And I, I can't remember any I Shreks, to be honestly. <laughs> I Shrek 2. Um, no, yeah, this film was the... And, yeah, so there's some cheese, but it works. It serves the film, right? It's, mm. it's a deliberate stylistic choice. But they have kind of massaged it and made it a little more subtle. Like, they can still feel a little cheesy, but, like, roll a little smoother, I think, these days. Yeah. So... That does date the film a touch. No, uh, we put this on, uh, it's about five years ago, I think. And, and I still enjoyed it, but it definitely struck me, oh, this film isn't dating as well as it could. Because we just watched Godzilla. That movie's not dated at all. There's no, no dating in that movie. Right. Uh, that is the original Godzilla, by the way. We're not then talking again, about the sequel. Where has there been, since Godzilla, what other serious monster films have there been? Like, Cloverfield, I guess, kind of tried that. Americans just never... Americans don't do monster movies, really. Not well. Not seriously. I mean, King Kong's the only, like, like accidental hit, and sometimes that doesn't work, right? But, whereas, <laughs> we've had a lot of superhero films since Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there are elements of just how you make those films, which we're used to a different style now. Okay. So, a few that, for me, just this is for me... They are, I like them better than Spider-Man 2. Um, several MCUs I would say I like better than Spider-Man 2. I would say that for Winter Soldier, I think. Civil War, the Captain America sequels, interestingly. Um, I like both of those, but they almost don't even feel like superhero films to me. I think, Homecoming, like Homecoming's a little too small, in a good way. But yeah, yeah I this liked that. more but... epic. Far From Home was too removed from real Spidey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's in another country, he's far from home, right? Oh, yeah, and he's it's just 
he's so wrapped up in the Iron Man Avengers shit, right? Yeah, it's good, but yeah, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't like quite work as a Spidey. For, for a Spidey movie, yes, this is still probably the best one, so, but those few minutes in Civil War really do it for me. I like that a lot, yeah. Because that, that's straight up Spider-Man, because he didn't have shit. He gets given shit, but he yeah. didn't have it before. That is, that's, a, that, that's where Tom Holland, you know, fires on every cylinder before he really hooks up with Tony or in the yeah, process of doing so. Yeah, he's just swinging around doing his stuff. Yeah. So, um, so I think what makes this work so well, A, I think Spider-Man does shine pretty well when there's not other heroes around, right? Yeah. Because he's kind of low-key. Like, within the MCU, he's not a big deal. No, whereas, he's, you know, he's amazing, so you don't want to put him up against other superpowered heroes. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, in Spider-Man... This is the best you're going to get is the point of Spider-Man. Right. He's yeah. pretty good, he's amazing, yeah, but he, this is the best the you're going to get. of New York. <laughs> That's it. He's just like... And he's so tied to New York, right? So yeah, home, Far From Home, where none of the film even takes place in New York. That's not Spider-Man. <laughs> like, um, I was listening to another podcast talking about Spider-Man, and they said, like, the biggest crime you can commit in the Spider-Man universe is not loving New York enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this is the more... But no, um, it's that you see him just being super heroic. Just stopping minor crimes, saving people. Mm. Like, um, I really like Amazing Spider-Man. You don't really see him Spider-Man in it. Yeah. You just see him try and hunt down Ben's killer and then fight the supervillain. Mm. You don't really see him just going around helping people. He's a vengeance machine. Well, by the end, I think the idea is he's meant to have learned like the proper lesson. Yeah. But you don't get to see it. And then... This Spider-Man the loses his job MC- helping people. Yeah, a lot of the MCU ones, you don't see them just going around helping people, right? Right. Um, that was my main problem with Man of Steel. I really like Man of Steel. But because Superman doesn't appear until Zod also appears, you don't really get to see him being Superman. So I'm, that weird I'm distracted because I'm staring at a spider. I think I made eye contact with it. It's a jumpy spider as well. Yeah. Oh, shit, it's jumpy. Crap. Is it radioactive? Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How are you with spiders? Apparently, I don't care too much because I'm just watching this one crawl around. Yeah, you freaked out when I told you it jumps, though. Yeah, well, I don't want it jumping. I don't think it'll jump on you. Okay, we'll see. Uh, I used to be way more scared of spiders than I am now, but my one... Is there one... a spider on my back? No, there's a little flying thing. Oh, okay. We're still on the side of our mountain, folks. Yeah. <laughs> the bugs have really woken up since our first recording today. Um, <laughs> I used to be pretty scared of spiders, apart from in the context of Spider-Man. So Spider-Man comics and movies can have, like, loads of close-ups of spiders. They just don't bother me. Hmm. Because, I, I don't know, I just, it was... Because you um, want to be hip with the spiders, because you're hip with Spider-Man, that's why. But also because, um, since I started hiking, and just I've had to deal with so many fucking spiders kind of gone over it <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still like to go Indiana Jones I say snakes man I was walking a few days ago and a snake oh, there's a snake and yeah, my um, wife kind of flipped out a little bit I was like, there goes the snake bye over bye. this week I saw a snake and two lizards so mm. I had a good week for animals right <laughs> all we're seeing up here are bugs yeah hella yeah. bugs lots of rocks too three yeah okay um I've got no idea what we were talking about we got distracted by a real spider yeah yeah we were. That's why there's real. We were on actors, but we were talking about like MCU films for some reason. Because, yeah, because you're calling this the gold standard of superhero movies. I'm not going to shoot you down on that. I'm just trying to throw out some other um, possibilities, mm. right? Again, I know there might be other ones which are a better film, but not a better Spider-Man film or a better superhero film. Mm. Because this one deals so much with the being a superhero element. Yeah. Whereas, like a lot of the MCU ones, after their origin movie, they try and do something different. They do a spy caper, they do a, a heist movie, they do a war movie. Not many of them just deal with, here are some superheroes being super heroic. 
when the when this movie was made, it was like, oh, the, the way you made the superhero sequel at that point was just we just bump it up a few notches. That's well, and two, you do the, the trying to quit two, story, right? The what? The I want to quit story. Oh, you're right, right, right. Spider-Man two, Superman yeah, two. Yeah, this movie did kind of cement that as a as That's a um, cliche one. for a bit, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, because Batman had Batman Forever had it right. That was I was going to say the Dark Knight trilogy one, but... did it smartly because the problem they always have do the origin story, the one where he wants to quit but decides not to, and then by the third film you're like, uh, what? I don't know. So Dark Knight split the quitting story over two films. <laughs> <laughs> Works well. Yeah, because here you got Spider Man three. It's about uh, I don't know Superman three. It's about uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this does have a lot of echoes of Superman 2, doesn't it? I, I think that was... Um, Intentional? Sam Raimi has said that is, was part of his inspiration. Okay, that makes sense, because it, it really does stick out like a thumb there. But it also is adapts, like, there's some exact fucking panels from um, comic book issues. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man No Spider-Man More. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's another... What's the other big one? There's another big one. Uh, I, it was on the Wikipedia page, and I've forgotten it already. Okay, I saw it in the movie when I watched it. Okay. Yeah. You can tell us what that was, or we'll remember it. Well, another specific panel? Yeah. Was it the Doctor Octopus screen? I don't think so. It was It was very close to Spider-Man No More shot. Oh, okay. Well, the bin and... There's the trash can one. That's the super crazy yeah, 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 yeah. There's another one real close there that I think I noticed. Oh, I don't know. I know a lot of the time, just when he's swinging and stuff, mm. uh, they will start with a comic book panel and recreate that. And do the other frames. That might that might be it. That might be so it. So there's a lot of poses and stuff which yeah. are straight up from the comics. Maybe at the end when he's like on the there's that shot of him on the crane, mm-hmm. which is like such a Spider-Man comic book cover. Yeah, yeah, that's not. I what will I think say, about, I talking about Toby, he looks much more Spider-Man shaped in this film. In the first film, they tried to make him look too bulky, muscular. Mm. Whereas this one, he's more skinny, muscular. Yeah, he's supposed to be sinewy and yeah. He he they pull. I I remember all three films looking like the first one, mm. but that's not true. In this one, he does look way more like Spider Man. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Just the whole rib for your pleasure vibe's a little weird. But yeah, yeah. Whatever. Well, the the best Spider Man costume is Amazing Spider Man Two. You might be right. I I I I still kind of like the first one because maybe because it, it just breaks a few rules. Yeah, I I like it because I've got a lot of nostalgia for it. But it doesn't look like Peter could have made it. No, no, we know what the costume Peter would have made looks like. Yeah, we saw that in home. Well, that's the thing. I like, um, I like it best in the comic books when it is just drawn like a luchador mask. <laughs> uh, Steve Ditko was good at that. It looked oh. like he was wearing a mask. Well, you don't have to sell me on that. I've already brought him up yeah. twice here. Um, <laughs> like, I actually think the best live-action Spider-Man costumes are like. The TV ones, like the <laughs> because it just looked like a costume, right? I have that one. Yeah, oh yeah, that's you it. The one, that the one that me and you have kind <laughs> of looks more like a Spider-Man costume than anything the big films have done. Yeah, really. Because they're like, oh, we've got these millions of dollars, we better spend them. Mm. Peter Parker doesn't have millions of dollars to spend. At least yeah. in Amazing, they tried to show you how he made it. It's Spider-Man. Even though it takes oh. ridiculous jumps. Right, right. Hey, the internet, you can get stuff on there. Yep. <laughs> you use Bing to find them. <laughs> <laughs> Octopus. Cock-doctopussy. 
I want to do Moonraker before Octopussy, though. Yeah, I mean, for Moonraker sure. counts as sci-fi. <laughs> most Bond does. Yeah. Laser beam watches and all that stuff. Yeah, I want a laser beam watch. How does Dr. Octopus get punched in the face so much despite having no superpowers? And how did Peter Parker not get kicked in the dick? Oh, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's like hardcore stupid with uh, MJ in this one. And it still works out for him. Yeah, I know. See, I can totally get Peter's side of that relationship. What does she see in him? <laughs> well, I mean, the implication, at definitely least in the comic books, is she knows all along that he's Spider-Man, right? The newer uh, ones this, worked out. In this film, she says, like, oh, I think I always knew. No, you didn't. But I, I, actually, I really like that about the character, um, both in the comics and in um, Zendaya's performance. It just makes her more of a, more of a proactive character. Yes. She figured it out and went after him. Yeah, she's still just, pretty like, in the back seat here. I yeah. mean, she's got her acting career, I guess, but she's doing well professionally, but that doesn't matter in a superhero movie. Well, yeah, she, like... Did you ever look in the credits of this film that there's, like, Screaming Woman number one, Screaming Woman number two, Screaming... <laughs> Women gotta scream in these movies. Yeah, like, that's the only character they get is either Peter's love interest, Peter's mother figure, and Screaming Women. When they brought I, me... I'm not gonna go off on it too much, because this is a film about two male leads, right? It's... It's, a, it's whatever it is. But it's kind of ridiculous. When they brought me in, I thought I was auditioning for Screaming Woman number three, but then they gave me Screaming Woman number two. <laughs> <laughs> Moving up on the list. <laughs> um, mm. I was going to say that and I forgot enough about the Screaming Women. Mm. You scream like a woman. Talked about MJ. Talked about Peter being a dick. <laughs> is Peter a scientist in this movie? Not enough. I mean, he's barely. He has, like, an interest in science in this movie, basically. Well, like, um, like, Dr. Octopus implies that he is pretty smart. But yeah, we don't, we don't, well, no. in none of these three films, we really see Peter do science. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, what about the web shooters? We didn't have those. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is my biggest problem, actually, with this, the Sam Raimi trilogy, is just the fucking organic web shooters. <laughs> but, eh, it is what it is. Which become creepier in this movie, somehow. It's when he lowers her down on it. <laughs> and it's like meant to be a romantic thing. It's like, that's coming out of his body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that was a line in Civil War, actually, when he gets Falcon with some webs and he's like, is this stuff coming from your body? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd want to know. Not. Yeah. I mean, if I throw water on you or if I just decide to spit on you, <laughs> there's a pretty big difference there. <laughs> yep. If I get some glow on you for a joke or if I just jizz on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a different adhesive quality to both of those things. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> think of something that has the consistency of jizz, right? <laughs> Not much does. Natto. Yeah. Fermented <laughs> soybeans in Japan, that has their consistency. I can say, with confidence, I prefer the taste of jizz to natto. <laughs> okay, finish that story, son. <laughs> You're not finishing that story. Oh, we had the tempura jizz, remember? Oh, we've all eaten whale jizz, haven't we? Crap. Also, I've licked jizz off a boob. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Whale jizz wasn't that bad, was it? Uh, it, 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 it? I didn't like it conceptually. <laughs> I just, see, I didn't know I, what I was eating until like two months later. That's my issue. So, oh, also, no. we, had, we, we had the conversation with Matty. Well, how do they wank off the whale? <laughs> and Rob's like, no, Matty, they kill the whale. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was like dark in the first place, and then it just comes darker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. It's a Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man and his web jizz. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hey, here's an inch. There, I mean. Yeah, because Harry's never really a villain here. He's just, like, thinking about being one in the future. So mm. this is, like, the only superhero sequel that just sticks with one villain. That's nice. Yeah. Um, it, during writing, they kept trying to shoehorn in other villains. Um, and Sam Raimi just wanted to do one. Mm. And I, I tell you what this film definitely has over most of the MCU. A director. Well, MCU gets the director, and they do something good, and then they just start telling them what to do, and the director, like, pisses off, right? Right. <laughs> a couple of films in the MCU, which do feel like they have some authority. Yeah, um, again... With basically it? Guardians and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, well, the Russo brothers seem to do pretty well. But by playing by the rules. Yeah, but... But they, they do it well. They do the tweak, like you're saying, like, okay, now it's a spy heist, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, they're, they're never shot with much, like, creativity. Joss Whedon did quite well with Avengers and then got totally shoehorned for the second one and then yep. left. Yeah. But, um, like... Black Panther's director, he seems to get a few nods. Black Panther, yeah, being. but then it just it just did way too much green screen and it kind of lost it. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, the thing with um, the MCU films, and I've heard them describe this way a lot, they're good, but they feel more like a very long TV series. Right. Than films, than like motion pictures. Is that why I don't watch TV anymore? Maybe. Okay. But yeah, because a lot of cinema now is just ongoing TV, right? Yeah, it's like I don't have time for the TV anymore. Well, <laughs> and also because you keep watching stuff for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All I watch is things for this podcast, Star Trek, and totally bizarre things on YouTube. I'm like, almost the same. Like rides. I a bit of TV recently. Of rides. Oh, yeah, that reminds me, you know, subscribe to our Patreon and we'll make Matt stream Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we also need to make a page, Patreon for that. Yeah. Well, tell, tell us if you want that to happen. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> There's sequels, too. Crap. Yeah, There's like thing. five Five Nights. Yeah, I know. Well, that's one for each night. It's like, yeah, it's a whole month of Freddy's. Take <laughs> <laughs> weekends off. <laughs> yeah. I almost forgot James Franco was in this one. I mean, I knew he was here. Right. And he's good. And it does... Well... I think it's... That's the Spider-Man 3 sin. It was supposed to pay off, and it really didn't. Right. <laughs> well, because they kind of chickened out of making him ever be much of a villain. Mm. Right? Like, he, he attacks him at the start, then he really done bloody knock-on-the-head amnesia stuff. <laughs> and then at the end, um, Peter's more a villain than Harry is in that film. Yeah, really. I mean, that was kind of a... Just this movie built him up to be like a... Fantastic. Like, James Franco is another an actor that he could have given us another great goblin. Yeah. He uh, would have been fine. The amazing Spider-Man Especially if they got a better mask. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they'd done what they should have done along, which is like not have a big power. I don't, even just remem- his face on I don't even remember the goblin from Amazing Spider-Man 2. All I remember is uh, Jamie Foxx's Blue Electro. <laughs> and the dubstep song that tells you what he's feeling. <laughs> Spider-Man is my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a good movie, was it? Oh. <laughs> it could have, it should have. Why wasn't it? Oh, well. Studios. Woo! <laughs> yeah, which is what this film had is Sam Raimi was enough of a director and a force, and it was enough of his movie. That, yeah, he did, the studio wants some action, I'll give him some action, but he could say, like, no, I just want to do one villain. No, I want to do this plot. No, I want to make a film. 
he made a whip out your phone if you need to, but he made a film between the Spider-Mans. Did he? Simple Plan. Did he make Simple Plan? It's like Coen Brothers. I'm not sure. I know he's made a lot more films than people think. People just think Evil Dead, Spider-Man, and he disappeared, right? But... Yeah. Oh, he made Jack and the Beanstalk, or Jack and the Giant Killer, excuse me. Oh, Jack is the Giant Killer. Oh, that was filmed in my hometown. Yeah? Um, was and he... my buddy was an extra in it, but then his scene was cut. Oh, was he Oz? Who made Oz? No, but James Franco was in that. I don't think he made it. Oh, okay. I just want to get the, the Raimi, because he has a pretty wide variety. Not quite George Miller oh, yeah, wide, he's but... doing the new Doctor Strange. Oh, that's cool. Really? Yeah. Oh. Between the... Drag Me to Hell, Dark... Oh, he did do Oz. Okay, I'm right. Give me the Between the Spider-Man sequels. Oh, these are... Oh, the... oh uh, Jack and the Giant Killer is Brian Singer, by the way, not, not Sam Raimi. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap, I said his name again. <laughs> Didn't give you, like, a chronological list? Not directly in Google. I've actually got to go to a website. Oh, okay. I think he made like a like a pretty note like just a you know card drama between the Spider-Mans. I know that um so this is these are a trilogy of films where I have worked with the director's commentary because I fucking love Spider-Man. Um they talked about how even when they're making this, sort of between Sam Raimi and Peter and Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, talking about, okay, yeah, we have to make the big budget action movie, but let's try and make our little indie drama at the same time. Which you even mentioned in your notes, like there are scenes where it's like you said like, oh bloody indie shit, get back to the Spider-Manning. <laughs> nope. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, nothing in between. Okay. But all three Spider-Mans. I'll go a little earlier. Oh, Simple Plan, I was thinking. Yeah, 98 was Simple Plan. Oh, crap. My chronology's way off. But yeah, he's, he's pretty all over the map, but in in a good way. We will have oh, to Dark get... Man was before Army of Darkness. I didn't know that. Yeah, Dark Man's old. Liam Neeson doing his original badass shtick. Yeah. Before he got off it for a few years, then got back to it later. So, now he's, now it's, he's just... A, is Liam Neeson a joke now? Uh, Liam Neeson's a little bit cancelled. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he still gets to make straight to DVD action films though, right? Yeah, well, because he said something, he said some stuff that was pretty racist, but like, kind of couched in how it was, he used to think it and he doesn't agree with it anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll stay, well, honestly, I haven't been watching but yeah, films like he hasn't years. done anything good since the first Taken. Right, okay. That was a long time Which ago. Which is only accidentally good anyway. <laughs> we just keep making Taken over and over again now, right? Yeah, okay. including the two sequels. <laughs> um, okay. Rain. I mean, he made um, Silence. That was fairly recent, wasn't it? Who? Liam Neeson. I don't know. I just told you. I, I'm, yeah. I he, he did one where he was a missionary who came to Japan and was killed or whatever. Oh, that's Scorsese, is it? Maybe. But I that think that's a Scorsese film. Yeah. Oh, he but got... also that might be longer ago than I think. Yeah, but then he would have found himself into a real film. It was definitely before uh, any any cancelled days. Yeah. It, it was four. I'm going to say four years ago. Not... Okay, so probably after the first Taken. Yeah. Why are we Should talking we about Liam Neeson? talk about Spider-Man 2? We haven't yet. <laughs> okay, rock on. So, when I left the theatre after this film, initially I was actually quite disappointed. Really? Um, I remember I was 13. Okay, I came out liking it. But, no, that's the thing. I came out thinking, oh, it was okay. And then, as the, like, the next week went on, I was just thinking about it more and more. Like, oh, I want to see that film again. Oh, that train bit was so good. And oh, I like that first catch. Oh, and I love the stuff people... And I realized it's because this film's action doesn't climax at the climax. Just like Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> or, um... The climax Matrix is the train, is it? Something like that. Is that? The climax is the train, is yeah, it? Yeah, the okay. height of the action in this film is the train. Yeah. Because the final solution is not... Um, Choose your words carefully. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> noticed this as I said it. <laughs> he doesn't defeat Dr. Octopus. 
he saves him. Yes. Uh, which Homecoming. Homecoming did as well. And I loved it in Homecoming because I was yeah. old enough to appreciate it, right? Because mm. Spider-Man is a hero. His, his deal is using his power to help people. Um, so the best Spider-Man stories, sure, he fights because he has to, but his objective is never like, i got to beat this guy up. So when you're 13, you want Spider-Man to have something for Doc Ock's ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, we talked about in the first Spider-Man, that final fight is just like a knockdown brawl, right? Yeah. It's just pounding on it. Um, whereas, <laughs> hey, he can't do that to Dr. Octopus because he's not actually super-powered, so once he starts punching him, he's done. <laughs> so you do get a bit of that. There's the bit where he's in the water and he's just holding him and punching the shit out of mm. him. But, like, once Spider-Man and Dr. Octopus are fighting mano a mano, Spider-Man's gonna win. So that the climax isn't about him defeating him, it's about him saving Converting his Converting him. Um, which is also my favourite Star Wars movie, Return of the Jedi. Because the climax is not just, I can do better violence than you. And so, yeah, now I really love this film. Did I you remember. mean to say Return or Last Jedi? Return the Jedi. I also like Return, Return, Return is now your top. Well, Last Jedi is my favorite. Okay. Return is my favorite original. Oh, sorry, sorry. I missed that little qualifier. I also didn't say it. Oh, that's probably why I missed it. <laughs> but Last Jedi as well, right? Luke wins through pacifism. Yeah, that's why I was a little confused. Yeah. Um, because I love action movies and fighting. But I do really appreciate when you can find a way to do something a little different. That's... I mean, we did, we did our little mini-series on Picard, and that was the one thing where the show made its flaws, but the thing in the end is, yeah, of course, he's got to be a little pacifist instead of um, dealing with the tentacled, many tentacled robo-beast from the great beyond. Yeah. Oh, which kind of just looked like Dr. Octopus's arms. Yeah. Which just looked like the Sentinels from the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had a note about that somewhere in here. <laughs> Mostly this film holds up pretty well. There are a few times where the camera stays on a CGI Doc Ock for too long. Mm. And it does look like Neo in the Matrix Reloaded. Practical Doc Ock would have been a... Practical Doc Ock looks amazing. Yeah. A lot of it is. Okay, I'm talking about the season, yeah. I, I'm, how'd they do that? They had big old puppet ones that people were working. Okay, that's cool. Um, Probably didn't look good behind them, but that's fine. No, they cut it out. They had yeah. to edit around yeah, it, I but know. the actual arms are real, right? Movie so it looks magic. Amazing. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's a few bits where he's bouncing around town or riding on trains. Mostly it looks okay, then it just spends too long, you can see his face, and it's like, oh, he's like a PS2 character. <laughs> my favorite things is when Matt doesn't cuck me by making me re-record a segment but one of my other favorite things um, in these films is you have a lot of those characters who do that that knowing look like I know you're Spider-Man but I respect you enough not to say it I think this film has the most of those because <laughs> you got Robbie Robertson he knows right Aunt May she knows and Spider-Man's doctor he knows mm. um, I, I don't know I like that but because superhero films don't like, spend so much time wallowing in the superhero tropes anymore. You don't really get it anymore. Yeah, um, the secret identity is definitely not the focus of a modern superhero flick. That's just, like, a thing. Like, yeah, it's not a, even a lot of them don't even have it, right? Like, I guess Iron the, Man gives his identity away at the end of the film. Well, I was about to say, that's Thor's where it really comes through. Yeah, he's a god. He didn't care. <laughs> Captain America's in the wrong time, so he didn't care. Yeah, he doesn't really have a life to protect. Yeah. I guess, um... 
Again, in the MCU. Bat- oh, the only one that really, really still does it is Batman. Yeah, and Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, because it was a big plot point in the end of this one that they get to the given away. Yeah. <laughs> you mean but the yeah, most I guess it's, it makes more sense in lower stakes superhero stories. Mm. Whereas when you get into, you know, Avengers level threats. Yeah, once then Like the characters snap have and... so much power anyway, they don't have any need to protect their identity, right? Right, you just... Batman's said... Man, got a freaking army of robots at his beck and call. He doesn't need to protect his identity. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a giant pile of money in his beck and call. Is the yeah. thing. That's, again, Batman and uh, Tony Stark's superpower is uh, money. Right. <laughs> That's why I actually kind of like my Batman stories best when there's less of the gadgets. Mm. So it doesn't feel like it's his money that's winning it for him. Well, I think you said No Man's Land was your favorite, right? I love No Man's Land. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where he's got none of it. Right. Yeah, but, it's just, he's just relying on the fact that he's very good at fighting and thinking. Right. Which makes him basically Peter Parker. Peter yeah. Parker's a bunch of money, turns into Tony Stark. I right. mean, that's, that's made crystal clear now. I mean, they made yeah. him into Tony Stark basically now. <laughs> um, I really like it when Peter Parker is often at odds with Tony Stark. Because even when he is given a bit more money, a bit more power, he's just so ethical. Mm. Um, no, like, even in Homecoming, he gets given all the the drones or whatever but he does destroy them at the end right? yeah he's like I don't need that Peter so. understands responsibility and then when when you get the Avengers level threat well I guess I'm going to use that new suit anyway <laughs> yeah but I'm going to use a suit and I'm going to use my own guile mm. I'm not going to send in drones to kill people <laughs> I guess that's why uh, you know jumping out of this movie again but the he was the the most depressing dust away in uh, Infinity War right because he's so good yeah, because that's the one that he's the one. He's the best of us. In they a way. often they do mention that in the comics a lot. Mm. Like he's not the strongest, he's not the smartest, but he is the best. Yeah, a bit. Of, and I think that's why Spider-Man has to have such a crap life, <laughs> because in terms of as an interesting character, he doesn't have many flaws in terms of his personality. Mm. He's in, incredibly driven by guilt, which I guess is a bit of a flaw, but he is fundamentally a very good person mm. so he has to have failings in a lot of other areas to make him interesting so what i like that so i, I want to see my superheroes be good where so just with the the one that would be i guess most in the running i mean tony stark's a prick right but steve rogers you could almost say the same thing for where's the difference he's an army man ah. he's a soldier ah. but uh. he was barely well i mean he got dragged out of peter parker land to become that right yeah. so well, that that's my biggest problem with um MCU Spider-Man, he's, he's a child soldier. He's mm. got chevrons on his costume. <laughs> he's not Spider-Man at all. Yeah. Um, but, and that's my biggest problem with the MCU in general, is the militarization of superheroes. Which, you know, mirrors the militarization of the police pretty well. But, yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know, the, uh, those sorts of the, the military-industrial complex, uh, Iron Man 2 was the first to really dive down into that. If someone can do that stuff, the military-industrial complex wants it. Yeah. <laughs> But they, they never, like, it never comes to enough of a conclusion about that being a bad thing. Well, they got Tony... It just feels like the Avengers are the military-industrial complex. Well, yeah, that's end. my point, because Tony stands up and is like, you can't have it! But three movies later, they're pretty much in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, probably yeah, eight movies the, later, because it's MCU. They, they really, like, they never really explain how he went from Iron Man 3 Iron Man to Civil War Iron Man. Mm. It's pretty polar opposites. <laughs> With it, oh, we just want him in this position so we can tell this story. Yeah. There needs to be an Iron Man 4. Ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> Again, should we talk about Spider-Man 2? 
I guess that's a weird thing. There's not that many things to talk about Spider-Man 2, but it's a nice contrast to a lot of other things. I suppose, talking about it in the year 2020, the main things you notice are how it's different from the superhero films we have now, right? Yeah. Because, like, this was long... I didn't believe, when I was sat in the cinema watching Spider-Man 2, that I'd ever get to see an Avengers movie (laughs) with all those characters. Like, little little throwaway lines about Doctor Strange. (laughs) Or, like... Occasionally in a Batman film, they mention Superman or vice versa. Yeah. I thought that was what I'd ever get. <laughs> so, like, I, I... Because it's so big and so beloved, I, I feel like I often want to point out the flaws with the MCU. Mm. But sitting in the theatre and seeing the Avengers come together for the first time, after they all had a solo film, it was a big moment for a kid who grew up reading comic books. Black Widow didn't have her solo film. Uh, not yet. And it's delayed now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkeye, too. Right. Does he show up in Black Widow? I don't know. Anyway, he, he gets Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the same, right? He's just a dude with a bow. I got born. Hmm? got born. Oh, that one, yeah. All of us have been born, man. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly, we are both born. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're just waiting to take down the deep state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this movie is, it's, I guess it, it doesn't get geopolitically deep, which I guess is what blockbusters are supposed to do on a shallow level now. It's like you, you make the motions that you're geopolitically deep. While but never actually not, say anything. Right, exactly. Sorry, I, I've almost thought I was giving too much credit, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to back down on that yeah. a bit. They, they, they give shade, or they at least make a motion that they're thinking about it without Whereas saying Whereas this much. one is humanly deep. Right. Every, the characters all feel like characters with emotions. Yeah. Like, Peter is an idiot, but you, you get it. I had my senior year spring break where I pulled a few of those Peter uh, rumbles. I, I, like, my love life right up until the age of 18 was pure Peter Parker. <laughs> and then, you know, I came out of my shell and now I'm an absolute, like, sex god, but... <laughs> I wasn't always. <laughs> Sorry, I, what did I write? I have a... Oh, it's under a rock there. Okay. Yeah, happy birthday. I'm seeing someone now. I think I heard that more than once. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the charm of uh, Peter Parker. I guess that's the charm of Peter Parker versus Steve Rogers, because Steve Rogers doesn't really seem to care much about having a human life, where Peter totally does. Well, because he lost his human life. Yeah. Well, yeah maybe that is it. It's that um, Captain America doesn't feel like he's sacrificing anything to be Captain America. Mm. Well, he's already made a sacrifice. He sacrificed his whole life. Right. So now, but Peter Parker is constantly having to make the choice. Yeah. To do the right thing rather than what would make him happy. Yeah, where Steve Rogers has totally been thrown in a situation where he could pretty easily do the right thing because, oh, I'm older than all you dumb youngins. Yeah, what's he got to lose? And, like, this is literally his day job at this point. Yeah, this is his second life anyway, so. And he, and then, like you said, he has the military backing and all that, so that yeah. does make a difference. And, again, like you said, Spider-Man in the MCU has the Tony Stark backing, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But, yeah, that's <laughs> why... Um, I think Cap is my second favorite Marvel character. Oh, maybe Magneto. I like Magneto a lot. Yeah. It's a different vibrations there. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily want to be pals with Magneto. <laughs> 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 Sit and play chess with him in the park or whatever. Mmm... Again, do I really want to be friends too. with Peter Parker? That sounds like bad news. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play chess with Peter Parker in the park? Yeah, probably. Parker in the park? Parker you show in me the where park. to get the dog. Where yeah. to get a slice of pie. Yeah. Parker Park. Yeah, it doesn't work well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, he doesn't quip enough in this film. 
Oh, well, Maguire Spider-Man never quips. I, I just remember seeing the Amazing Spider-Man when Garfield is like, as Spider-Man quipping, it's like, oh yeah, there we go. Um, again, that's something which they got so perfect with Tom Holland. He's constantly quipping, but it sounds like he's doing it because he's nervous. Yes, which is why that's, right? he that, does is, it. that is Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not he's not cool or funny. He's just can't shut up because if he shuts up, he'll admit he'll realize what's happening. He'll crap himself. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, yeah, um, Garfield Spider-Man, I was better than this, but he came across a bit cocky. <laughs> um, Stanley is a short cameo here, shorter than usual. Uh, well, this was before. I think it wasn't really until the Marvel films, like the MCU films, his cameo started getting longer. Yeah. Oh, Spider-Man three has like a little speech. Well, this is two. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. So, but that was before MCU. <laughs> okay, yeah, of course, of course. Not long before, actually, if you think about it. Um, no, Spider-Man 3 was the, the, the Batman and Robin ship sinking. I, again, uh, we've already said we both like that one better than Batman. Well, I like it better than Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah, by a long sure. shot. Okay, you're still there. Okay, good. Anyway, that, ki- that potentially tanked the whole thing, and then Iron Man yeah. just kind of scooped it on back was up. There, oh, I was going to say, was there a superhero movie between... Uh, but yeah, there was The Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking Marvel. But um, you know what's really weird? Iron Man 3, Spider-Man 3 came out in 2007. Transformers came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. In my head, those films are like 10 years apart. Yeah, Transformers does seem more modern. Spider-Man 3, I remember seeing as a child. Transformers, I remember seeing as an adult. Oh, okay. But it's like a couple of months. <laughs> I think I finished um, school. They call that puberty. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, I remember, I remember, I literally remember sitting in Transformers being like, oh, that's it, my childhood's over. Like, that's, I've been waiting for a Transformers film when I got one. <laughs> my childhood had long been over, so I was like, why are they giving this to me now? And like, within months after that, I had like my first proper girlfriend. I started sixth form. I got like, well, a year after that, like a proper serious relationship. So yeah, like, despite the fact there's like six months between Spider-Man 3 and Transformers. We lost a bag. No! Yeah, they, they feel like they were years apart. <laughs> and I think it is also the, just the films themselves, right? Transformers looks modern, and well, Spider-Man 3 looks a little anachronistic. reinvented the blockbuster, right? Mm. And Spider-Man 3 was just the last of the old blockbuster. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I was just... Oh, I'll get back to you on that. I was just thinking of where I heard the, the first instance of a Transformer sound. What was that? <laughs> REM song, What's the th- Frequency, Kenneth? Oh, really? Yeah, I'll have to the, listen to that later. Yeah, it has, it has that sound. I was listening to it in the car a few days ago. I was like, hey, that's the Transformer sound, kind of. Huh. Sort of. Maybe not quite, but... To me, the Transformer sound will always be... But... Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, that's I'll, not the one that caught on. <laughs> like the, y'all can look that one up if you want, and I'll probably run it by Luke in our break. I, I thought you wouldn't let that loose till we actually did Transformers. <laughs> I'm gonna be gushing so much in Transformers <laughs> with those noises. Just, 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 just sc- screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I bought an Optimus Prime yesterday. Yeah, how much was it? Only thirty bucks. That's not bad. How I've big? been really holding off buying Transformers in Japan. Yeah, what's the size? Big. That's a that's a normal like eighties toy size. It's cool. Just yeah. curious. It's the one from the Bumblebee movie. It looks real nice. Oh, okay, yeah. The one made to look like your childhood, but not quite. It's a little bit slightly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little more. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've got a lot of Transformers in the... That's the thing, I've got so many Transformers. I don't want to make another collection that big again here in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and if I start, I don't know if I can stop. But I was feeling a bit sad, and I thought, you know what made me happy? An Optimus Prime. I don't want to tell you how many times I've sent synthesizers and guitars across the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I need to pick up a guitar. 
Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Yeah, I didn't like that in this movie. I really like that. Oh, you this. like it? I mean, it's dumb as hell, but it was funny. Yeah, I think it's because she's pits in it. Doesn't even have a bow. What's up with that? <laughs> is this film funny? Pits is when you use it with your finger. No, not really. Toby, Tony's lame. Tony's dad joke funny, but as a teenager, right? <laughs> Which is the whole thing with Peter Parker, anyway. One bit of this film that is really funny is the freeze frame. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the, when he stops being Spider-Man, he's having that happy little montage. It ends on a full-on freeze frame of just him smiling. <laughs> and then he carries on walking. <laughs> it's so cheesy, but I love it. It's because it's the moment. Yeah. It never comes back. Yeah. Unless he's emo. Um, his landlord is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, P, uh, Jameson has some great lines. Yes. You want to hear about my Russian days? Cancel the caveat. Uh, it wasn't from the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you, meant, you mentioned this. So go on. Okay, yeah. This is when I was working at summer camp and... The, it was like, oh, she's Russian. Oh, that's cute. And take her to Russia. I said, like, oh, there's a movie out right now that's like in Russian. Dialogue has some Russian in it. So we went as a date movie to KK19, The Widowmaker. Film <laughs> <laughs> about the submarine that killed lots of Russians. Right? That's radiation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, everyone. If you, if you ever think, hey, K19, that's going to make a good date movie, you can take Matt's advice. No, it's not. Spider-Man 2 would be fine. You know the movie that I have forced multiple dates to watch? What's that? Schindler's List. Why? Because they haven't seen it, and they should. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you do not do it after watching it, do you? Not immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is inevitable. <laughs> no, actually, they all broke up with me after. <laughs> nah, they always come back for more. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> But, um, uh, my little friend is just not leaving. No, Luke's had a bug on his, not a spider, just a grasshopper, is it? I don't know. Some cicada. It's been on his hand for like five minutes now. I took a picture. Yeah, it's just, he's just hanging out. Yeah. I've been blowing on him, like trying to poke him with a stick, but he wants, he wants to hang out with me. He likes your hand. Uh, oh, no, there he goes. Oh, Bye-bye. well. If he had bitten you, you would have gotten grasshopper powers. Just like a big old jump. Take that. <laughs> I'd be Mario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mario. But what if the, like, if you jump... What if I could jump real high, but it doesn't give me any extra ability to take the landing? Yeah, that was what I was about to say. Yay! That's not much of a superpower. That, that is like a background character in an X-Men comic, though. <laughs> I could jump real high, but I can't take the impact. You've got to use your power. Fuck, no, I'm not. Seriously. <laughs> I don't want to shatter every bone in my legs. <laughs> so we've talked about everything but Spider-Man 2. Because it's a tough film to talk about. Like... It's just good. <laughs> but it's, it doesn't really ask any deep questions, so there's no, like, obvious tangents to go on. Heroes are heroes, villains are villains. Too many things in Peter's life are, are like your life if you're a privileged white guy, I guess, but... Not super privileged, but a bit. Oh, sorry, my... Uh, at the beginning, I, I already threw out the... Well, he kind of deep-six that relationship, so I can't bitch about too hard. Yeah, his apartment's real nice for New York City. Yeah, right. <laughs> That is not a dump. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's not great for anywhere else on Earth. Uh, but... <laughs> it's got a high ceiling. It's got a little space. You didn't live in a closet, you know? So, hell, your apartment's smaller than his. <laughs> I don't think it is. Hmm? It's not smaller. No? no. Okay. I've had I've had smaller. 
Maybe I'm thinking back to the first one. Oh, the first one. That was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, but that's because Harry's a fucking villain. Right, 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 right. But it wasn't too bad a place. I mean, he's no. out in his own New York City. Not, that's a, I could have done that in my, you know, when I was 20. Right. But that's, I, that is one thing we're kind of missing here. Just um, the, That's why they got him out of high school way too quick in the first one. Now he's just completely out. He can't, it's not like he can go back. So. Right, but the, the comics don't spend that long in high school. Everyone always forgets. They only spent, like, four years in high school. But they still establish a lot more of stuff than you can in a single yeah. movie there, right? They but could have gone two movies with that. I think, yeah, I think two is the right amount. Yeah. I th- I've got a feeling we're going to get three high school ones with Tom Holland. But at least we're in the age where they cast kids who look like high school. Well, of course we are, because this one, Toby's only in high school for the first one. Andrew right. Garfield is in high school for the first two. Yeah. And then never got a third. So he can be in third. So Tom Holland can be in high school for three. Yeah. And then he's going to get looking way too old to play a high schooler. Right. But Peter Parker, look, like, Tobey Maguire looked too old from the start of the first film. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's like uh, that Never Been Kissed Drew Barrymore movie where she's a reporter and has to go back in high school. That's, that's what Apart Peter Parker's doing. Apart from everyone at that school was doing that. <laughs> was he just going to, like, remedial high school for, like, 30-something idiots? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Yeah, I, maybe union laws have changed. You can exploit children more so that you can cast age-specific people in your movies. Because I, 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 I don't think... I bet if you look at it, Tom Holland is not that much younger than Maguire was. Yeah, probably not. It's just that they're better at casting people who look the right age now. Yeah. I think maybe it's just they, they just thought like, ah, people don't want to look at a kid on the... Than their superior movie, they wanted to look like a man. I'd say I, I've always had the idea that everyone's face is kind of geared for like a certain like age decade. Right. Yeah. yeah like yeah. it doesn't matter what age this person is, they're always supposed to be in their thirties, or it doesn't matter right, what age yeah, they're always supposed to be like a little old man, right? I've I've always felt like I'm kind of growing into looking good, like forty odd. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got kind of like a like a deep brow and stuff. Yeah. So Toby's uh, Toby's probably for the thirties. Right. That's why he did no, Gatsby. No, I think it is 20s, 20s. Yeah, late 20s. He's a bit too boyish to be... Yeah, okay, I got you. I can't, I can't see him Yeah, a, 20s, a 20s. Okay, got you, you know? got you. Right. DiCaprio is Gatsby co- um, co-star, probably had the 30s going for him. Yeah. Yeah, because his boyish always looked a little funny, so when he got a little older, it worked. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Tom Holland would... Andrew Garfield, He's he doesn't look... That, I mean, young. He looks like the knowing young dude, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, like, they were trying to make him freaking Edward from Twilight in that film. Yeah. They were trying to make him too sexy to be Peter Parker. I was once hanging out with a girl in California, and we went and... We went to one of her friends' house, and there was... A, God, there was people... It was like a weird commune or something. But anyway, someone strolled in. It was like this kid, high school kid, and you know, playing saxophone. I was like, God damn, this kid's like 17. He's cooler than me. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then I meet a student who's like that. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, you know, top grade, sports star, plays an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Cool. But most of them are like. So Andrew real Garfield was, was that guy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. He's supposed to be dorky Peter, but he, 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 that's the kid that's a little cooler than you. I mean, yeah. they use that in social network, right? Yeah. But again, it's because, like, the sort of the 60s Spider-Man version of the nerd doesn't quite exist anymore. Right. Or at least if he does, he's not the hero anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's Napoleon Dynamite dancing now. Yeah. <laughs> or he's just shooting up his school. Yeah. Uh, there's a really good, um, from the Straczynski run comic, where, like, Peter meets a kid who you think is going to be, like, another Peter Parker, and he tries to shoot up the school. Oh, yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> he needed a radioactive spider in his life, I guess. Oh, well, well he then, needed, he was he shot with, then he was shot him with, like, from the body webs. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's also, there was a good what if where Flash got bitten instead of Peter. <laughs> and Peter basically ends up building the Doctor Octopus suit to defeat him. I remember reading that at some yeah, point, yeah. That's, a good one. that's an old one, isn't it? I used to like what if. Yeah. And Marvel Team Up, which was originally pitched as two different superheroes every month, but was always Spider-Man and someone else. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, they did the full like Oops. 120 issue run and it was always Spider-Man. Why not? I always remember they had Spider-Man Wolverine in the late 80s when it like particularly didn't make sense. That was mm -hmm. fun. <laughs> um, oh, apparently we might get Daredevil in the third Tom Holland one. We might get what? Daredevil. Oh, like the one from TV? Yeah. Okay, I guess that's cool. I, I, I like those two together. I like that show, yeah. There was a good issue um, in one of the big cosmic events where Daredevil and Spider-Man just sat on a roof and watched because they couldn't help. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Daredevil is kind of like the more hardcore Peter Parker. But they're, they're both, like, the street-level guys. Yeah. But Spider-Man, somehow, he, like, translates to getting involved in the big stuff a bit better than Daredevil does. Well, because Daredevil's under the law. Oh, so that. Yeah. So here's the thing. J.J. Jameson, like, he has right to do what he does. He's making a buck off it. But, but, but Spider-Man should be held accountable. Mm, right. I don't, like... The best J.J. Jameson stuff is when he's never treated as, like, a villain. Mm. Like, the first Spider-Man film, there's that great bit where he won't give Peter up. <laughs> Because he is a good guy. He's making Spider-Man's life hell, but Spider-Man is an unelected pike guy who's just swinging around town doing vigilantism. Someone yeah. needs to make sure that... And, like, people have argued that, yeah, like, Jameson is part of the reason why Peter stays good. Because he's constantly challenging him to prove that he is mm. on the right side of history, right? And this one works. Uh, again, perfect casting, so it, yeah. it brings all that through. Like, you don't hate this guy. He's, a, you know, he's a bit of in-your-face, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, he is. He... Like, right, all the characters in this work, because each character in their own head is right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Every, everyone's motivations are clear, basically. Yeah, 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 Except for MJ falling for Petey at the end, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I guess, but... But, okay, I, I, if you accept that she knows he's Spider-Man. Yeah, okay, right. But, yeah, otherwise, everyone's motivations are very clear in this movie, which is definitely a plus, because, you know, people were, why would they do that? Why does he do that? That comes up in, you know, what's supposed to be great TV and movies now, but yeah. here, no, there's none of those questions except for that particular one. Well, and also because the previous film had had the Green Goblin, who was such a pantomime villain. <laughs> he wants to rule the world or something, right? There's no Dr. Not... Octopus, it's just a guy who just wants to build his machine. <laughs> <laughs> Building a new machine, yeah. Um... How does this hold up now? Are we wrapping up? Do you got another I think we're point? Up, okay, yeah. how does this film hold up now? Really well. Yeah? I think so. I, I, think we, I don't think we quite agree on this one. I don't disagree. I feel like a few seams are showing these days. Effects-wise, yeah, and the dialogue isn't quite but as even good as it just, was. But even just the acting style seems a touch antiquated now. Maybe, but I, I think I just like that it is a style. Like, Alfred Molina has a lot of nuance, but at the same time, he still has a little bit of um, mustache twirl, it. you know? Yeah, but I like... I, I guess because I go into it wanting that, mm. and it, it delivers, right? Yeah. And like the way it's shot, like there's like the bit where it zooms out from the glasses, or random little freeze frames, or weird wipes. Just Those are Raimi touches, hardcore. Yeah, but it, I like that you can tell a person made this. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so there's not so much of a voice. Yeah, I guess that's why Nolan still holds up so well, and why yeah. we're hopefully doing a Nolan month soon, and we'll be doing Nolan regardless. We're just not sure if we're gonna do that full month because nobody knows if what happens in movie theaters anymore but yeah <laughs> but yeah that's that's only is he the only blockbuster with a voice anymore i'm trying to think who? joss tried to have one but he got yeah, kind of silenced he, he, he got himself in with the studios too much i mean i don't particularly like him but Zack snyder 
Yeah, he's got a little bit of one. He's I, got, he's, I do. He is a great cinematographer. I, I like. He's a terrible director. I like his Watchmen more than everyone else does. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think obviously it's not a touch on the comic, but I like it. His Dawn of the Dead is fantastic. I really like Matt of Steel. I don't really like Matt of Steel, but I'll give that as being a decent enough film to put in his a feather in his cap, especially mm-hmm. since the next one is gonna sucker punch you, which also <laughs> isn't a very good one. I actually haven't seen Sucker Punch. I try. That's one I didn't even get through. Huh. That's different. What's the title in Japan? It's Angel something. Oh, I don't, you know what? Michael Bay. He's got a voice, yeah. yeah. It's mostly an ex- uh, explosion voice, but... I, I, I don't go to a Michael Bay film for anything else. Right? Yeah. I want to see the robot smash things, and goddamn, he but delivers that. That's more of like, you know you're going to get that in his film. Uh, Pain and Game was quite good. Yeah, and that, but a lot of people seem to misjudge that one. Mm. People seem to act like he was like trying to... like. You were meant to root for these guys, but I'm pretty sure he's making a classic, <laughs> like, these guys are bad film. But as far as, I mean, we're talking the actual filmmaker voice, which yeah. Sam Raimi has. Um, uh, Christopher Nolan has. Wes Anderson does, but he's never quite a blockbuster guy, is no, he? No, he's, no. He's, 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 he's like blockbuster indie, so. What other blockbusters have we had recently? We don't have many more. Um, uh, I, well, the guy who does the Guardians films. James Gunn. James Gunn. Who was cancelled and then put back on the voice. air, was he? He managed to have a voice even in the um, Marvel Universe, which is pretty good. Yeah. Taika Waititi, when he did Thor, but he mostly doesn't do blockbusters. Right. Yeah, I, I can't even remember. Yeah, once we get to Infinity War and Endgame, very good, but no voice at all. There's no, no filmmaking voice there. It's like all of Marvel's many, many stipulations are being put into action. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that, it's, it's like pure luck that that film actually is good yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, that's what like we were saying the Russo brothers are very good but not at like having a voice and making well they're just good at somehow getting this like huge mechanism to pump out something decent yeah I would argue Winter Soldier and Civil War had a bit of voice in it but a maybe bit, it was yeah. a little co-opted put into the Marvel formula again they had, they had a voice in their writing I don't think they do in their cinematography yeah okay which is the thing that Sam Raimi really has which Ooh, Zack yeah. Snyder really has which Michael Bay really has yeah but, uh, and of course, if you go outside of Hollywood, there's loads, right? <laughs> like if you watch like Chinese films and stuff, yeah. of course there is. But yeah, bottom who line, does that? bottom line here is if you're if you're if you have any interest in watching a Spider-Man film, one you wouldn't you've gotten this far through our podcast, you've probably seen it, and by some weird chance you haven't, you need to. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think just so, as one solid piece of movie film, this is the best Spider-Man. Yeah, I would say maybe do. even the best superhero. Like I said, I think there are elements of other Spider-Mans which get the character more right to what I would want from that character. Would maybe have better action, blah, blah, blah. But just as a two-hour film, yeah, this pretty much nails it. Yeah. I guess we're going to put the, the the nail in the coffin then. There's <laughs> a better metaphor I was looking for. but um, You've spun your last web, Spider-Man. Yeah, that sounds I know good. we didn't talk about. Was this that? film has been, like, super memed. All three of them have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and even just in like my day-to-day life, like, well, every couple of weeks, me and Rob will get pizza on a Saturday evening. I always, when I walk through the door with the pizza, pizza time! <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I keep saying emo, Petey, because that's a meme. <laughs> yeah. oh, man, and um, the GameCube game, my dude. Do you ever play Spider-Man 2? No. So, like, as a game, it's not that great. Mm-hmm. But for swinging around New York... I did play the Xbox so Incredible Hulk one a lot, though. That was good, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ultimate Destruction. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah. Both of them. It's like, if you want to actually do the missions and complete the game, these aren't particularly good games. Right. If you but, just want to be this superhero in a city, 
they got it so right. I just right. wanted to stomp small towns in a Hulk game, but yeah, that's exactly. what you do. Yeah. And I just want to swing from skyscrapers in a Spider-Man game. <laughs> it freaking nails it. <laughs> like, that's the game which I've put the most hours into without ever getting close to finishing. <laughs> I don't even want to do the story. Yeah. I just want to swing around, stop robbers, climb buildings, that's, climb up the tallest thing I can find and jump off it. That's the sandbox, so. Yeah. Anyway, where do people nail us uh, in the coffin? <laughs> you can nail us together at MLSFSPod. If you want to just nail me, you can find me at my Pokemon podcast. Search on Twitter for at LukeLovePKMN. And if you want to nail, if you want to nail Matt, he'll uh, put Come some on, tunes on. <laughs> and you can nail him by going to RovingSageBedia.Bandcamp.com. Yeah. Okay. This has been Matt. This has been Luke. What are you going to say about our Sci-Fi Sanctuary today? Um, we're going to nail you out of the coffin. <laughs> Sending you back to the future.